Hello, you little uh, Carolina Reapers, and welcome to episode 82 of Hungry in Kentucky. I'm Sarah from Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats, and today I'm joined in Fort Lewis Studios by our producer, Carrie. Hello. And then we're joined by Skype uh, by Renee. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? It's going. It's hot. It's hot. Yes, it's very hot. My uh, bare arms are out. I don't know how I feel about that. It's all good. It's whatever. But it's your really, girl's really not hot. made for this. No, nah, me neither. Not made for this. It's really weird when people uh, say they love to sweat and they love to be hot. You're not one of those people, are you? I'm, I don't like to sweat, but I'm going to tell you, I'm well. I'm not one of these people who will complain about it being this hot because I hate winter so much. I have uh, but, said that, yeah. But there's a heat advisor. There <laughs> is, and that's why I'm in my house and the air conditioning is on. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I can be much more comfortable in the heat than I can in, in the cold. Uh, agree to disagree, but you know, we're friends here. We don't have to always agree. It's fine. I'd rather be cold. Hey, all I have the time. a comfort level, and I'm going to complain if I'm outside my comfort level, whether I'm too hot or too cold. I'm going to complain. I want my comfort level. I just really like to accessorize with jackets and cardigans and sweatshirts and long sleeves. This is not shirts. the time, Sarah. This is not the time. I know, but I got a really like super comfortable long sleeve shirt when I was at the beach. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. slightly <laughs> oversized, and then it's got it's actually got like a pocket on the front. Oh, okay. With a long sleeve, and it's really cozy. So and you're I like gonna have to wait a little bit to wear that. Nah, I sleep in it. So that pair of shorts, perfect sleeping times in my cold, cold room. There you so, go. Yes, I have to keep my bedroom very cold, and it makes me happy. Is it like meat locker? Well, it's not that cold. Yeah. But, like, in the winter, I'll put on a sweatshirt and long pants and a t-shirt underneath and socks. And okay. Just kind of snuggle up like a little bug in a rug and go to sleep. It's fantastic. A little Sarah burrito. Like yeah. the, the, when Homer stays home by himself and he's yeah. the cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's mm. stupid but me. Mm, and everybody, that's our Simpson reference. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get one, at least one in a show. Uh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to talk about besides the fact that it's hot. It, it was is. the 4th of it's July hot. yesterday. And it refuses to rain. And I hate it. It thundered a couple of times over here. Actually, it rained for two seconds at the fort today. Um, My watch kept saying it was raining, but like nah. I walked by a giant window and I didn't see any rain. So I don't know what happened. Yeah, it wasn't. Good thing because I didn't have an umbrella and I've got on like newest shoes. I didn't want to get them wet. Well, and I think my favorite thing this time of year when people are like, I wish it would rain so it would cool down. Newsflash, y'all. You know what happens when it's super hot and then it rains and then it stops raining? It It just gets steamy and super hot. Then it's just muggy. (laughs) The rain doesn't cool anything down. Yeah, it's just like a sauna. You see all the steam coming off off the streets. Yes, yeah. And it makes me feel like... But I will say my grass could use some. It wouldn't hurt my feelings as far as that goes. Yeah. My grass. Kind of surprised that... It's looking more like wheat. Kind of surprised that um, some place fireworks didn't catch someone's grass on fire. Yeah, they didn't. Yeah. Um, they were... So, they were going off here until... Let's see. 
We, actually, we went to bed at 10 o'clock and they were still going off, which I'm fine. On the 4th of July, I'm fine. I would give you even till 1030, possibly oh, 11 o'clock. 10:30. But then when you wait, when I wake up at 1130 and they're going off, I'm like, mm, okay, y'all, it's time to go. Birthday's almost over. Yeah, so. it's time to go. Wind it down. Yeah, I saw some on, I went out and saw some on Sunday, so I didn't watch them yesterday. Well, and that's what I hate around here, too, is you can hear them, like you can hear them all over, all around you, you can't see anything. Mm. You can just hear the giant, I'm like, I'm good with with hearing them and then seeing them, but when I can't see them, I'm like, what's the point? That sucks. Yeah. Waste. Let down. It's a total let down. <laughs> for sure. For show, for show, but... Maybe. I feel like we're into July now. This is where we're going to get really hot, though. Yep. Um, we still have August, the worst time of the month ever, or the year ever. Isn't it? Because that's my birthday. Well, month, your birthday's way right? too hot. <laughs> um, um, September's also not Well, your birthday either. is a broad point in the fact it's hot. Meh. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a hot spot in a hot month. I don't know. True. Yes. Well, and then welcome to July 5th, where it's officially pumpkin beer season. Are there pumpkin beers? I, gar- I guarantee you. I guarantee you they are. Because every year they get earlier and earlier. I do feel like I saw one at Total Wine the other day. Like, last weekend. I bet you did. So you're going to start, you watch, you're going to, in the middle, about middle of July, coming up here pretty soon, you are going to start seeing the uh, pumpkin beers and the fall beers. The Oktoberfest. Yeah, which is what you want in a 92 degree day, right? It's not. I'm going to tell you, it's not. I really need, I need a light uh, lawnmower beer, beer. I need a, I need a Gosa. I need a Sea Quench. Ooh, yeah, so good. That's a good one. Dogfish Head Sea Quench. Yeah, that's got electrolytes in it it's and delicious. salt. Yeah. It's like, that way you're hydrated while you're. What driving. is that like? It's like four point two percent, like mm-hmm. super low ABV, and it's, it's super. It's salty and yeah, it's sweet and sour and yeah. salty. And I haven't had one of those in a long time. Now I want one, and I don't have them in my house. Well, you should remedy them. New beer fridge. Who this? Yeah, you gotta treat the new beer fridge right. Oh, yes, it looks just like the old beer fridge. It truly does. <laughs> I was gonna say I want to see it, but okay. Except yeah. it has it has a light inside, and the old one didn't. Yeah, now she can see the beers when she. Opens oh, the door. what's funny though is on Sunday, um, Sunday afternoon, I was having a couple on the back porch because yeah, Fourth of July weekend, what the hell? And uh, I took a couple out, and they were frozen because it had been set too cold. So we kind of got lucky that they didn't explode. <laughs> that would have been fun. Though. Yeah, and I haven't. Let me open this up to make sure none, because we turned it down. Because I was like, John, it's too cold. <laughs> no. Why is it so cold? Oh, no. It's fine. Oh. Nothing has exploded. Thank God. I didn't want to have to stop this podcast for exploding beer. I wouldn't have. I like that as a name for that oh, episode. That is a good, yeah. I guess it's a good name. So, for all this beer we're drinking. But, but yeah, I say if, if you are in your local, your Total Wines or, or any of your local liquor stores and you're looking at the beer selection, I guarantee See, you, yeah. guarantee there will be some pumpkin and or fall beers out. But there will also be Sequench. So get yeah, some. so just get some I of that. I see that all the time. So really go for it. You'll enjoy it. You'll thank me later. Um, all right. Well, we got a lot of stuff to talk about today, but first, if you work in the restaurant industry or you have a food blog or anything related to food, let us know. We'd love to have you on the podcast. You can slide into our DMs on Twitter and Instagram at HungryKY, or you can send us an email. We're HungryKY at gmail.com. 
Uh, we can also do Skype or Facebook Messenger calls, too, if you're not local and you want to be on with us. We're Skyping with Renee right now, so she's living proof that Skype It, it can be magical. done. That's right. But we're not on Zoom because we can't do Zoom. Zoom sucks. <laughs> Zoom sucks. <laughs> I was choking. Nice. Hashtag Zoom sucks. Uh, it's like reminds me of um, Never Not Funny whenever they play little theme songs at the end and just go, mm, Garen sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom sucks. Jimmy Pardo, catch him. Yes, great podcast. Um, but yeah, no Zoom. Don't bring your Zoom over here. We don't like it. Um, so yeah, if you want us to video with you we can do it we're chill we're cool Both show. we'll hang out alrighty so we all been up to food wise well you, didn't you have a I have a couple of things but yeah. first out of the gate was we, we uh, went to Boondogs again we did second time Boondogs be good yeah I will say I did double check their menu for you Renee not a not meat object in sight all meat. Well, there's oh. they have the Beyond Meat. <laughs> they have dog. the Beyond Meat, That's but you're it. not into the Beyond Meat, though. Are so you? yeah, yeah. So they got good fries, though. I had fries on my dog. Yeah. Well, and they got good mac and cheese and coleslaw. Yeah, it was a nice drive out there. Yeah, it was really pretty, and it wasn't hot unlike today. No, nah, we ended we sat inside anyway though, because it was a little hot. Yeah. Because we we went after GBS. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little hot, and we sat inside, but we got a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. I got the pimento dog, which I guess that was the one that was on the Bloomberg thing or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was going to bring that up. So, so just to kind of interject here, mm-hmm. J- July is actually National Hot Dog Month, so you guys have already celebrated. Uh, National Hot Dog Month Woo. with one of the um, restaurants who made the Bloomberg uh, list for best hot dogs in the country, which was at Boondogs. Yeah, and the, the, the pimento dog was good. I mean, I, the, again, I can't emphasize enough the quality of the hot dogs that they oh, yeah. have out there. Like, they're all beef. They're super flavorful. They're really good. They have that snap that you want. Yeah, they're not like a rubbery. Mm-mm. Like... Uh, hot dogs can tend to be like these are perfectly cooked i love them because i think they grill them yeah which makes them delicious but yeah you know i liked it it was fine but when i go back again because i'm for sure going back yeah i think i'm gonna get the kentucky dog again because that was a really good hot dog well i got the ranch dog this time and it comes with uh their coleslaw and fries and then scallions but you know i don't like an onion of any sort so i took the scallions off but it was really good they have dope coleslaw like kfc type coleslaw i'm gonna try that coleslaw next time i decide it was really good i really enjoyed it and that bread that they use it is i will agree with renee it is texas toasty yeah it is i was gonna say it is not your typical bun yeah it is not your typical bun it is better yeah but it was really good i really i really liked the yeah like, I really want to get two the next time. <laughs> you totally should. I, want... I might, instead of just getting a side. I, get actually, as far as the atmosphere, guys, since you guys have actually been and sat down, because I've only done to go, um, how do you all feel about the atmosphere that they've created there at Boondogs? 
It's fine. It's fine. I mean, it's a I mean, it's a bar atmosphere that serves hot dogs. I mean, yeah. yeah. And their outside space is really great. And I have I'd like to go there maybe when they have live music or something like that. I think that would be fun. Yeah, or when it's cooler. I'll yeah, when it's like in the fall. Yeah. And I have heard multiple people say excellent things about their hamburgers. They have a okay. hamburger and a cheeseburger. I think like a double cheeseburger thing. I want to get one of those next time. I actually think I might forego the hot dog for a hamburger next time we go. Alright. Yeah. I'm still going to get two hot dogs. <laughs> I can't help myself. They're so good. Well, and also like the fact that they, you know, they have the house hot dogs that you can get, but they also have like a make your own. Like mm-hmm. they have a crap ton of toppings. Oh, yeah. Like, they have a ton of toppings listed that you can get. They've also got like chorizo and different sausages. Oh, yeah. Things like that Beyond Meat sausage. Yep. Um, yeah, the hamburger and... What else did I have? Cheeseburger and I think and corn dogs. They had corn dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty much it. It's a pretty minimal minimalist b- menu. Mm-hmm. So I think it's only one side, and then they have a couple of desserts. Yeah, I really liked their cookie a la mode. Mm-hmm. And hey, what do they? What do they always say? A restaurant that has a doable menu, or that that they do good what they do, instead of having a massive menu and it's all mediocre. Oh yeah, and their 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 bourbon selection is amazing. Oh, I haven't like, even noticed that behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Their bourbon, they have an amazing bourbon selection. I'm always seated with my back to the bar, so I never look at it. Next time though, next time I get to look at the bar, not you, me. <laughs> Feels only fair. Yeah, but yeah, it was good. I really like that place. Yeah, I, I and I love the fact that it's not too far from here, from the fort. It's a little further. It's obviously a little it's further from you from because you have to drive all the way across town, then all the way down Old Richmond Road. But everything's really but far from my house. If you're over here, then it makes sense to go. Yeah, right. It took us like ten minutes to get there. I yeah, think. wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing that I discovered uh, this this past week is that there is a distinct. Distinct, distinct, and I always knew this, but like I never actually tried it before. There is a distinct difference between cheap olive oil because I cook with olive oil, right? Like that's my main cooking oil that I use. And you just get the giant bottles at Kroger, Walmart, or whatever. So we watched, John and I watched his cooking show or something on one of these taste made or recipe TV or one of these channels we get on the YouTube TV. And it was these women talking all about olive oil. And we had actually a long time ago, and this has turned into a really long story longer than it needs to be, but here we are. Um, (laughs) We watched a long time ago. There's this really interesting thing that you could probably find on YouTube. Uh, 60 Minutes did this whole entire piece on the fake olive oil trade and how the mafia basically owns like they own this fake olive oil trade and counterfeit olive oil trade and like it's a huge thing in Italy for this counterfeit olive oil stuff and you know and talking about how really good the high-end stuff is so John did a little bit of research and he decided to get kind of a high-end bottle um, I can't remember how much he paid for it. I mean, it wasn't a stupid amount. It wasn't like a bourbon amount or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I put it on a pasta dish that we had last week. Oh my God. What a weird difference. It was fruity. Like that's the best way I can describe it is it had this fruity quality to it that I've never tasted in an olive oil. 
Yeah, because isn't olive oil supposed to be slightly fruity? Yeah, anyway? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I've never. Now this makes me want to go change up all my olive oil. Me too, because I just be getting what they have at Kroger. Well, and that's what I cook with. Like I would <laughs> yeah. never cook with this. Yeah, like right. I would only use this as like to drizzle on pasta or some other dish, or maybe if you had like a really nice loaf of bread mm-hmm. and you got mm-hmm. some of the those herbs or whatever, I love that. and kind of just mix it in with that as just like an appetizer or some kind of bruschetta. I really want what I want to do now. I'm super excited about this. This is so stupid <laughs> about olive oil. But I want to go to the farmer's market and get some really nice tomatoes and maybe uh-huh. some like fresh mozzarella and some basil and make a not really nice Ooh. caprese salad with it. That would be like, good. Like that would be delicious. And there's, yes. isn't there a olive oil place here? There used yeah, to be. Is it, is it still uh, there? I thought I thought it was. It was out in Chevy Chase. There was one in Chevy Chase, but I'm not sure if it's there anymore. Because I've been down. I thought you got to create your own there. Yeah, and they had tastings. And but I'm telling you, it is blew my mind the difference between a crappy olive oil and a, and, a, and this isn't even like a high high end. This is yeah. probably a middle of the road. Um, it's Stuarto's Olive Oil Company. Oh, is it still there? Yeah, there's one in Hamburg, and then there's one on oh. Ashland. Yeah, okay. they're open right now. Close at six. Nice. Well, I might have to go out there. Yeah, I'm curious. I'd be into it. Cause yeah, hey, they've opened a good hinky mind. field trip. Yeah, it was crazy. It was just it was it was so weird because I told John I tasted it and I was like, this is like fruity, and he's like, what? What are you talking about? And then he tasted it and he was like, what is this? <laughs> so yeah, very cool. it was very like a, a olive oil epiphany last week for me. Olive epiphany. Olive epiphany. Olive epiphany. That's that's a good one. Yeah, olive epiphany. So then my other food thing that I had <laughs> that I will say is. There's a lot of people out there that are out pizza in the hut. So, <laughs> this is going to be kind of another, I got to have a kind of a setup to this story. Okay. So, the CFO, he's thin crust pizza guy all the way. He is mm-hmm. not, like, that's his jam is thin crust. He, he'll, that's fine. He'll deal with a hand tossed, but anything thicker than a hand tossed, like, because he likes rolling oven. Yeah, it depends on yes. my mood. So, you know, we've been, we get Jet's. Jet, we have found that Jet's thin crust is like the far superior, more the most superior thin crust we have found. is really delicious. Hold up, it holds up the toppings very well. Okay, it holds up the sauce very well. But Pizza Hut has been advertising this edge pizza, Mm -hmm. right, all over the place, all over the TV. Yeah, so I was like, so Sunday it was actually Sunday, and I was like, oh, let's let's just let's order one, let's just let's get one, and we have salad here, yeah. and we'll just get it, we'll just try it, so that you can say, can we haven't had Pizza Hut in over twenty years because oh, wow. John it's thinks a really long time. John thinks the it's sauce is too sweet. It's been over two months since I've had Pizza Hut. <laughs> he the last time we had it, he found the sauce too sweet. He was like, they put sugar in this That's sauce, fair. and I don't like it. So we get this thing, and I gotta tell you. He liked the consistency of the crust because it was super thin and cracker-like. But beyond that, it was garbage pizza. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. The toppings were minimal and not like they were kind of just minimal. Mm-hmm. The sauce was minimal. And I thought it was kind of flavorless. It was kind of bland. Dang. Harsh words. Yeah. For the hut. So, lot, yeah. In my opinion, lots of people out there out pizza in the hut. I mean, you might be right. You might be right. I mean, pizza's fine. 
I mean, I will eat it. Sometimes we'll eat it at work, like get little personal pans uh-huh. for a little mm-hmm. lunch deal. I mean, does it give me heartburn? Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but sometimes it's worth the heartburn. Sometimes it's not. But I do love a rolling oven. I had that. I think I talked about yep. that the last time we had a show. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that potato and chorizo from rolling oven. Mwah! I've never Just tried that. Goes. I'm going to have to try it. So good. It doesn't have the red sauce. Mm-hmm. It just has like olive oil and then it has uh, cheese and potato and chorizo. Okay. Very simple. M- maybe, I don't remember what else is on it, but super simple, super good. And then that chorizo gives it some spice. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Highly, highly recommend that from rolling of it. So that's my food stories for this week. I mean, do you have any food stories for now? I don't think I have any besides going to Boondogs. I've not been out and about lately. Um, I didn't get to go out and about because I had to babysit a puppy uh, for basically my entire week off. So I spent a lot of time at the house with a little chocolate lab. So I didn't get to go anywhere, but I was completely fine with that. I feel like, have I ordered anything lately? I ordered pizza last weekend, but it was Domino's. Oh, all right. Nothing special. They got that... Get two things for five ninety nine each. It's that's a deal. Can't pass it up. It's a deal. Yep. Yeah. Get that pizza and some of that. Uh, I got the the boneless chicken tender, whatever nugget things. Nugs. I call them nugs. They're not boneless wings. Come on. They're everybody. Yeah. They all. They they're call nugs. them boneless wings. To be fair, they call them something else. But um, they're not great. But the pizza. I like their pizza. You get the, like the little garlicky crust on there. It's fine. Beyond that, yeah. I've not. I've been eating at home like a responsible person. How weird is that? I've my dishwasher like three times in the past oh. two weeks. Who are you even? Gross. <laughs> yeah, gross persons who I am. But um, yeah, I did go to a 4th of July cookout on the 3rd of July. After Moondogs, I had more hot dogs then. So it's a wonder I didn't swell up like a balloon yesterday. But all the nitrates. But it's fine. Um, but it was fun Got to watch some fireworks with a friend from work and then, uh, had a cookout and cornhole. And it was fun. All right. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. But yeah, I made the little ham and cheese sliders. Those are so good. Yeah. And, and easy. They're really easy and really good. And they're always a crowd favorite. And you can put whatever you want on them. So got to get that Hawaiian bread though. That's really what yep, makes all the that's, difference. That's the, that's the ticket. For but sure. The last time I made them, I used the, um... Hawaiian bread from uh, Whole Foods. It just wasn't the same. Oh, you got to get the Kings. Yeah, I was looking yep. for a gluten-free version. Well, that's for nice. my gluten-free friend. That's fair. Yeah, but I couldn't find it, so she just had to deal without. So Kings doesn't... I'm surprised Kings doesn't make a gluten-free option, to tell you the truth. Not that I've seen, Okay. I didn't really look that hard. So, I could look harder and be a better friend, but <laughs> I wasn't. But effort. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm already out and I kind of got a pee, so I really need to hurry up and go home. Effort. So, yeah, that was that. Well, dang, looks like you had a lot of food stuff going on, Carrie. I did, surprisingly. You know, and I'm usually the team this week. I'm usually the one who doesn't have, like, you're like, well, what do you got going on? I'm like, uh, nothing. <laughs> well, maybe uh, the next episode we'll have some stuff to talk about. Who knows? We'll find out. And speaking of things to do, why don't we go ahead and uh, skip to America's new favorite segment, Renee's Report. Okay. 
got several several things that I think you guys will be interested in. Um, first thing is we'll get in we'll dive into this probably more in the next podcast, but just to give you guys a heads up. Lexington Restaurant Week is coming up on July 21st through the 31st, so it'd be at the end of the month. So keep your ears and eyes open, ready to to see all the deals and stuff happening there. Um, Midway is having a music festival on July 23rd, so you need to check in with that. It's called Off the Rails, and there's going to be arts and crafts, craft beer, food, wine, all kinds of things, and then, of course, music. So that would be something interesting to do if you want to get out. Uh, I think this would be something that I thought was just was just fantastic. The Grant County Fair is coming up, and they're going to have all your normal fair stuff. But the thing that I found interesting is, like, on Saturday, July 30th, they're having a mullet pageant. First annual mullet pageant. So it's guys of all ages. If you come... You have your best outfit, your best hair, come out, stretch your stuff, show off your mullet, and prizes will be happening. So did you say Grant County? Grant Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. This does not surprise me. As somebody (laughs) who is from up there, this does not surprise me. I'm really... I don't want to say appalled, but and it's just the it's just the guys, no ladies division. Yeah, Come I've on, I've seen some good lady mullets. There's I some mean, there's yeah. some ladies out there rocking some choice mullets, and I yeah. know Australia has a, a big mullet fest every year. That's one of their claims to fame yeah. da- not, down under, and, and not just a fashion mullet, right? like some straight oh, yeah. up women that have buzzed heads and mm-hmm. big old long mullets. Oh yeah, in the back. and I've seen some Kudos pictures pictures of the Australian mullet fest, and there's some women down rocking some mullets, and I know there's some women out there rocking. some mullets so grant county yeah, come on man showing, this is showing uh guys and it's in. first annual so i hope this is something that keeps going and i really hope they post video and pictures well i bet you uh, if some ladies showed up and wanted in they let them in i, I'll go I would think them. so well now i want to i want to shave a mullet and just to go up there and see <laughs> is it worth it <laughs> i'll grow back i mean <laughs> It's not my personal choice for a, for a hairstyle, and I the mullet really confuses me and makes me a little bit upset. So, I personally wouldn't have it if they want to celebrate the mullet. That's great. I got some. Clip- I probably won't go. I got some clippers upstairs. Let's go right now. To cut you a mullet? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna, you were looking at me like you're no, gonna no, cut no, a mullet no, in my no, head. No, 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 no. Cut, cut me I one. No, Carrie. I got a professional. <laughs> well, if you get one, we are taking you straight to Grant County. We're yeah. gonna have you win one for Hinky. Maybe we just like get you a mullet wig. Ooh, yeah, there you go. Ooh, yeah, no, yeah, that'll be good. Do you think they'll let skullets in? Oh, they should. That they should be should. a division. Those are creepy. Those are those are Skull, skullets are pretty, uh, pretty fantastic. To be honest, you gotta really, really be trying to hold on to the last vestiges of a once great <laughs> civilization, a uh, hair <laughs> civilization there to to have a skullet, but you know. Yeah. That's true. Uh, I have three restaurant RIPs, but Dang. one of them we're going to talk about a little bit later. Um, we have Rick's White Lightning Diner that's in Frankfurt. They are closing their doors after three decades of being in business. See, I heard he uh, was looking to sell. Well, he yeah, he's looking to sell, but... 
they're closing it until then. Oh, okay. But it's not. Yeah. But so he doesn't want to continue. Right. But he's at least looking yeah. to sell the, the restaurant. Yeah. So hopefully that that lives on. And then Oscar Diggs yeah, is closing one. down July 9th is their last day. But they are starting a new business adventure uh, with Captain Tuttles and Stoner Creek. Uh, they said you'll probably see some propaganda and stuff from from that. They said they're starting a new business adventure there. So from the time that they've, five years that they've been in business, they're off Limestone. And they're they're going to be calling it quits. But they, they always put out a solid burger. Uh, I just think, I just, that location just isn't always the best. But, but they put out really good food. I will say, before you continue about Oscar Diggs, that's where I had a ghost pepper burger that literally wrecked me. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, it's one of the two hottest things I've ever put in my body. And I don't regret this one, but I do the other one. But um, it was, like, their burger, but it had ghost peppers, ghost pepper cheese, and a ghost pepper uh, garlic aioli. Yeah. Um. It was really hot. I think I had a bacon too, but it was like super hot in the moment, obviously. So it had ghost peppers on it. But then the next day I was driving and I was like, oh, man, my eyes are burning. Like what's wrong with my eyes? And I looked look up in the rear view mirror and they're both like blood red. And it was like so hot that it was coming out my tear ducts, like back out and my nose was burning and stuff. Like all the bodily fluids coming out of my head were just like on fire with ghost pepper. So... I will oh, wow. tell, give it to them. They've got a great ghost pepper burger. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was disappointed to hear about that one. I like that place. Yeah. Yeah. I always hate it when businesses close. I know sometimes it's a necessity, but I mean, you, just, you just hate it. Yeah. Um, but to get everybody um, back happy again, uh, Lexington Burger Week is happening. You hear people talk about it all year long. This is one of the most anticipated um, food weeks that we have here in Lexington. And uh, it is going, going going down starting July 11th through July 17th. I was going to hit a few highlights here to talk about this. Um, Agave and Rye is, uh, has got a burger, Athenian Grill, Baron the Butcher has a bat out of heck burger, uh, grilled meatloaf topped with American cheese, smoked ketchup, lettuce, mashed potato, and brown gravy on a grilled brioche. I'd eat, I'd eat that. Yeah. Yeah. Now they do have, they uh, if you go to their website, which is lexingtoburgerweek.com, uh, they have a key at the top and you can, there are some restaurants doing curbside takeout drive through um, and there will be a T for that. Dine in. You can do. There's patio. Some places have patio and outdoor seating. There's some that are allowing delivery. Uh, Braxton Brewing is a sponsor for this, so there are some restaurants that they've worked together with Braxton to pair the beer with the burger, and the beer and the butcher burger is pairing with the garage beer from Braxton. Uh, and then some of them have veggie burger options, and you'll see a V for that one. So make sure you look at that key so you have an idea of what's going on. Uh, Big City Pizza, Brew Burger, Burger Fa, Campus Pub, Country Club, Crank and Boom is doing a banana split ice cream burger 
where they're doing, they're using the North Lime uh, coffee and donuts, like regular glazed donut. And they're doing all their banana split stuff in the middle. And that looks absolutely divine. Uh, Drake's and Brandon Crossing has all B, as in boy, all B, it burger. A fresh, never frozen burger with brie cheese, smoked bacon, citrus splashed arugula, and blueberry bourbon barbecue sauce on a warm butter toast bun. Does that sound interesting? Yeah, I like brie on a burger, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Did they have something similar to that last year where they had brie? I believe it's just a secret between us. Oh. But it was the same burger. Oh. Okay. <laughs> As I remember it, but maybe I remember it wrong. I don't know. No shade. So, no shade. We all busy. So if you look, and then Drake's has done this uh, basically every year that there's Burger Week. When there's now, there's three locations participating. And the one in Hamburg has a Creole burger. And the one, the Drake's in Lansdowne has a Southern Comfort Burger. And that one has Old Bay seasoning and pimento cheese, Gary. Um, let's see. First Watch has uh, is participating. Gold Star Chili. Hmm. Goodwood. is, And they usually do participate. Um, Harry's in Hamburg is doing a Beer Fest Burger. And that is a burger with warm beer cheese. Smoked bacon, horseradish, celery seed slaw, pickle chips, and house uh, mustard on warm butter toasted bun. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Let's see. Rooftop Rodeo Burger is from Infinity Rooftop Restaurant Bar. Uh, is It's got a seasoned burger patty topped with brisket, mm-hmm. jalapeno cream coleslaw, Cheddar queso cheese with remoulade sauce on a toasted brioche. That thing, there is no way you were walking out not get having that on your shirt. It is messy looking, but it but it looks like it'd be good. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh, of course, La Rosa's is doing their cheeseburger pizza, and La Petite de la Con is doing a um, a burger, a macaroon burger. So that's going to be more of a dessert style. That's on National Avenue. Mm-hmm. Lex Love is doing is doing one. It's the burger uh, seared meatloaf patty served with caramelized maple bourbon glaze, topped with crispy bacon and savory mac and cheese on brioche toast. Hmm. That does sound good. Like that and that one. one also looks like you. It's messy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ann, Nick and Norman's is in on this. They're new. They're new to uh, new kid to the block, and. Uh, and they've got one. I'm kind of impressed that O'Charlie's has a burger. It's too bad there's no O'Charlie's in Lexington. Yeah, How did right. that work oh, it says out? Harrisburg Road. Road. Is there still? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, next to the Chick-fil-A. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Huh. Should I buy it the other day? Well, all now, right. I will say, usually Stella's comes out of the gate swinging every year. This year, they've got one that's called the Divine Swan Burger. Smoked pork, bacon, house-made molasses barbecue sauce, American cheese and pickles on a third pound of Kentucky beef. So you got, that's a lot, yeah, it's a lot lot of stuff happening there. Wild Eggs has one. Stella's also offers a vegan swan burger using jackfruit. So that's interesting. 
and Zim's has a burger. So, I mean, there's more on here. I just kind of gave you the highlights. But if you want to get out there and check that out, they always there's they're always doing a, a good job with that. I think I saw too that uh, there's seven dollars this year. They've upped the they've upped the price by two dollars. Okay, yep. that's fair. I saw that today. I mean, I'd pay seven dollars. Yeah, I mean, everything's gotten a little bit more expensive. So yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for how much it costs to make all those. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the ingredients and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that seems only so, fair. Yeah, $7, I think, is still a fair price yeah, for what for you're sure. getting. Yeah. Heck, yeah, and usually whenever I go out to get those burgers, I spend like $30 on one anyway. Just right, because I'm buying drinks and... Drinks sure. and tipping, and then, you know, you got to buy a side, and then sure. yeah. some places Absolutely. you got to yeah. whatever. Yup. It's whatever. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to try to hit And just remember, the these are all supposed to be off-the-menu burgers... Uh, stuff that you're only going to get at, at this this time frame, or they might like it so well, or got so much feedback about it that they add it to the menu. But for the most part, this should be all off off menu burgers. And get out there and 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 try them. Try a new restaurant you know you've never had, and and uh, maybe a new combination. You might find out you like it. Yeah, for sure. These weeks are always fun for that. Yeah, absolutely. I've not participated in a food week here the past two or three food weeks so definitely gonna try and get out there and try some of those next week for sure mm-hmm. so um yeah well if i do i'll be posting them over on our bluegrass bourbon and eats instagram page for sure and let y'all know oh, what yeah. think about them so and then if you uh if you've got if you guys try them send us a pic yeah let us know we want to know if uh you found some good ones somewhere yeah. or ones that you'd like for us to try hit yeah, us up on our social media platforms for sure Oh, show. Well, those were some good reports, Renee. Thank you so much. Okay, I think we could dive into a little bit of a of a tasty tasting subject now. Um, yep. So let's go ahead and go to America's second favorite segment. It's everybody tries. Everybody, everybody wants, wants to try some food. I think we've got the key now. I think yeah, we've you got, you got, yeah, you got to start so higher, go single lower. lower. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I got it. Well, it's just us, me and Sarah trying it today. Yep. Just us chickens eating some really hot chips. Uh, so Carrie, um, Carrie and John bought some. Well, did John buy these? He mm-hmm. found these at the Walmart. Sometimes when he sees weird stuff like this, he buys it. Yeah. So these are... For uh, us. Yeah. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. I appreciate you thinking of our little podcast. <laughs> um, so these are Cheetos. Um, kind of a variation. Well, not kind of. They are a variation on the Flaming Hot. So these are Flaming Hot Sweet Carolina Reaper Cheetos. Yes. And they are uh, Cheeto-y. Yeah. And hot. And hot. But not super hot. Yeah, the spice surf over here has been really chowing down on these. It's true. I really like them because you do, you get that sweet up front and mm-hmm. then that, that, that spice hits you, but it's not too much spice to make me not want to go back into the bag. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I've been, you've probably ate more of them than I have. Um, that would burn my tongue a little bit, but that's okay. Um, I feel like they're not as hot as the regular Flaming Hot, but maybe we're just crazy and thinking that. Maybe I've had too much flaming hot Cheetos products. I was gonna say I haven't had flaming hot in a long time because oh, that's not my first. If I'm picking I regular, have a flaming hot. We should have. Maybe maybe next time. Maybe 
Because I think I, this would this is going to stick with me as to how hot these are. Somebody on the Burger Week committee ought to be having some kind of flaming hot Cheeto fly, uh, oh, flavored burger. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. And you can go ahead and credit that to me. There you go. I'll send whoever does it my address so they can send me some monies. And free burgers. Yeah, and free burgers. <laughs> just pack those free burgers on up and mm-hmm. send them to Sarah's house. <laughs> yeah, it'll be just like Family Guy. We ate all those free burgers for saving everybody out of the fire in the Astro. <laughs> Um, but yeah, these are, um, worth trying if you like, um, really hot chips. I've had similarly flavored chips before from the gas station, believe it or not. The Speedway had Carolina Reaper, I think, were they Carolina Reaper Ranch? Or were they just Carolina Reaper? Who can remember? But similarly good, like, not overly hot, even though everyone's like, oh my god, Carolina Reaper is the hottest thing ever. It's not right. ghost pepper is the hottest thing ever. Mm. So... I don't know if I see some ghost pepper chips. I'm going to try those too. I'd try them. And yes, as Sarah pointed out, personally, as a spice surf, I actually don't think these are super hot. I think they have just the right amount of heat mm-hmm. that make them good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I so, would you two be willing to try the one chip challenge? I've won. We've yeah, talked we've about it. About we've talked before. about it, yep. but we can never, like, it's kind of expensive. Yeah, it's like $25 per chip or something ridiculous, isn't it? Mm-hmm. On yeah. Amazon. Yeah. But yeah. I thought about doing the um the nut challenge where it gets progressive where it gets progressively hotter, but I don't we can't do it because of uh the nut allergy thing. Well what kind of nuts are yeah. you? I think it's almonds. It might be uh. peanuts though. Um I mean I can eat an almond. It just make my tummy rumble. Because I think I would if we're gonna spend the money, honestly, I would rather do like the one that has like progressive so it you know, start out all oh, this and bad and then you just get like to you're falling on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, <laughs> with 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 spice coming out. Yeah, your with eyeballs. spicy tears coming yeah. out. Yeah. So they do have a sucker. Yeah, I've, I've seen that so too. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's lots so of it kinda does that. Well, we'll have to research again and see what we can find. Yes. See if we can find one at a reasonable price. They were like 25 I needed to get three of them is like $75. Yeah, it was just, it was stupid, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it seems ridiculous I think for three chips. I think we had discussed... Well, I would be tapping out real easy because like spice is not my thing. So I think we talked about doing it when like a long when time Nathan ago when, Nate, show, when yeah. Nate, Nate was still yeah. on the show. And then we looked at the price and we were like, well, sucks to that. Yeah. <laughs> Little too yeah. rich for my blood, but we'll we'll de- we'll check it out again. Yeah, we're down for it. You can uh, watch us wriggle in pain, so you know that whatever fantastic. happens. Yeah, but no, I I recommend these Carolina Reaper ones. Yeah, they're, they're good. good. I like them. I like them. Dig them. Uh, Carrie originally said she would uh, let me take them home, but she has now changed her mind. Yeah, so it's fine. Maybe you you might still be able to take them home because I have a feeling that I'm going to get heartburn from them. Uh, you guys, you, you all bought them. You can keep. Them. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> wow, I really twist your arm. <laughs> Alrighty, well, you're about, so kind, right? I know I'm a real saint. That's what I've been told anyway by lots of lots of people. A real a real giver. Um. So that'll do it for it this week's Everybody Tries. Everybody wants to try some food. Nice. And now I think we can just go ahead and run that right into our newest segment, the Hinky History Lesson. Yay! Uh, what yeah. Yes, there you go. <laughs> I haven't forgotten it. It was a trumpet sound. It was just like a it was like a regal trumpet noise. Yeah. There you go. From, was that from Super Mario? Yeah. Yeah. That was it. Hold on, let me check it again. 
There you go. Yeah. Oh, that was, that, that was brilliant. Thank you, thank you. It's Renee's yeah. turn yes. this this, Can't uh, wait to hear this what episode. Renee's got to teach us about because she she didn't tell us because we're not telling each other. Yes, it's a, it's a surprise. But uh, taking taking into the events that happened this past week, I thought this was very fitting for this show. So our Parkette Drive-in did close its doors. Yes, R.I.P. Yes, that's another yes. another R.I.P. You always hate, hate to see those classics go. And know? that was a sudden, no one saw that one coming. Yeah, it was all of a sudden. It was even sudden to the people that worked there. It was just boom, yeah. you know, it's closed. So I thought we would dive into the uh, ever rich history of the park at Drive-In. And it's 70 years here in Lexington. And that is a long time to be here. It opened up. Actually, on Veterans Day, November 11th, 1952, uh, Joe, Joe Smiley was the original owner and, and, set, and set up of Parkhead. He, he came from West Virginia, and that's where the whole po' boy came, came from, uh, was from West Virginia. And the, and the po' boy is what uh, the Parkhead was known for. Uh, the restaurant sold... Fried chicken, fish, fish boxes, and they done the po' boy, which is a double decker burger made to order. They done chili dogs, onion rings, and hand spun milkshakes, all in a drive up Sonic style, where you go up and the bar and the car hop comes to you and get your order and and brings your order to you to your vehicle, and and it has been on New Circle Road when New Circle Road was called the Beltline, and it was also dirt it was it was it was a dirt road and it was the only thing out in that direction that mr smiley had seen that there were things that was going to be developed that direction and he he had a like a hinkling of an idea of what he wanted to do and so he placed this business there even when people were telling him not to do it he was like no this is happening and it became a staple it became a staple in lexington and people people loved going by there and they become nostalgic uh, for for everyone and Carrie I thought you would find this part pretty interesting because if you all listened a couple podcasts ago Carrie's uh, was the first one that done our, started our history lesson she done KFC um, Mr. Smalley was actually taken to court by KFC because he called his chicken Kentucky Fried Chicken. Uh-oh. Oh, but you, man, don't. If you're going to go yeah, for the colonel, you say, must not miss. I, I, you took my but, words out of my mouth. I was going to say, you stepped to the colonel. He actually had proof that he started saying it first before KFC did. And he actually won the lawsuit. Oh. But KFC bought him out and was like, hey. You know, this is our slogan. This is what we want to do. What what can we what can we do to get this slogan away from you today, right? And of course, everybody has has a price. So, so um, Joe gave up his his slogan and just called it a fried chicken basket instead of a Kentucky fried chicken basket. And KFC got to keep their Kentucky fried chicken. So, you know, at the end, everybody everybody wins. But I thought it was kind of interesting that he actually went toe to toe with KFC and won. Yeah, you know well, what? I take it back. I guess he did. Uh, he didn't. Miss. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. Okay, he stepped. Yeah. He stepped the colonel. Yeah. All right. He did. Nice. And won. Yeah. 
I, I thought that was pretty fantastic. Um, the sign, the iconic sign, that every time you drive by, that this first thing that you see, that thing cost, back in the day, $10,000. They said today's price, they said if it was put up, it would be equivalent to $100,000. They said they spent... They spend about $1,000 a year in maintenance to keep it going so that the lots always stay on and you, when you drive by, you you see it. So I thought that was that was also fascinating. Um, but it's went through several owners um, back and forth. This, uh, the set before this one had added a dining room area where people could come in and it looked like an old diner with the black and white checked floor and, and the, the booths and they played fifties music in there, uh, which was kind of, which was kind of cool that they did that, but it went through several hands, got renovated nine times over its, over its lifespan. And um, at the end of the day, they said that people love to talk about the parkhead. They love to drive by and see the parkhead there but no one is coming to the parkette. They said there are so many restaurants that you get to before then. Like Lexington is just boomed and has so many things to choose from that you just don't make it to the parkette or people aren't going there immediately. Uh, they got some business off of COVID where you could stay in your vehicle and stay away from each other, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, I was like, Sarah, I think you and your mom did yep. that. Yep, sure did. Um but it wasn't enough to keep them sustained. They're actually losing money every month. And so they they had a couple more years on their lease. And they talked to them about getting out of their lease. And they they went ahead and let them. And they're they're giving it they're just giving it up. So so RIP to a legend of seventy years, an iconic sign that's been in Lexington since nineteen fifty two, and it's gonna be long gone. Did you, because, um, you know, I know that uh, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives was there in they, like, they 2010. Were. Did you find any other information that any other, like, famous people had dined there through the years? Because, I mean, 1952, you had a lot of musicians coming through this town. Sure. On, on, between Detroit and uh, on the way to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of famous people actually stopped I in I did Lexington. see that information, but I would really love to know that, because I think that would be... That would be awesome. So I can imagine that some famous yeah. people probably ate there oh, at some sure. point. I mean, yeah, oh, over yeah. the span of 70 years, surely. I mean, I'm guessing, yeah, like, yeah. maybe Rupp ate there or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's kind of famous. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, me and my mom, uh, like you all said, we had a little socially distanced lunch date there at the very beginning of the pandemic. It was one of, I believe, two times we saw each other in, like, three months. Um, so, but that was fun. Uh, we sat in our like respective cars next to each other with the windows down and ordered our food. I just looked up to see what I got. Cause I knew I had pictures somewhere, but I had <laughs> what appeared to be, I don't for sure remember. Cause I don't think I post them. If I post them on Instagram, I didn't look, I looked just in my phone pictures, but it looked to be a double cheeseburger with beer, cheese, tomato, and bacon. Okay. And some oh, onion yeah. rings. They're onion rings. We're the good, like real crispy like deep battered ones yeah and then i looked like i had a root beer float as well because i feel like you can't go to the park yet or any drive-in and not get a float sure so yeah but um yeah so that's a bummer I, that was the only time i ever went unfortunately did you guys ever go no i, I i've never been there i went one time i went one time because i was like i just want to see 
you know, what it's all about. And I did go once. It's just, it, like, to me, it was just like typical diner food, yeah, like what I would expect. Sure. It means- and everything, everything's deep fried. And I've been trying to steer clear of deep fried stuff. So that's not been a place I've been dying to go. But I do like the fact that it's there. And I want it to be there. But as he said, people want it to be there and they want to talk about it. But yeah. nobody's going. Yeah. So Yeah, I mean, and I don't think you go there for like, you know, like, like you said, you go there for the nostalgia of a drive-in, I feel yes. like. I mean, it's the same food you'd get at any other drive-in. I mean, I feel like. Yeah. And not to disparage, that doesn't disparage it at all. I like every once in a while I get a greasy meal from like a drive-in or a dobby sure. place like that. I mean, I still love to go to the root beer stand in Corbin, which oh, yeah. I could be compelled to go to if one of y'all wanted to take a field trip. That's the only reason, though, that I would go there to Corbin root beer stand. Oh, I would be, so. I would be all about going on a field trip. Yeah, so they're open right now. So I'm mean, just saying we gotta yep. go. But um, yeah, sad to see that come to an end for sure. Mm-hmm. But that was yep. a good, good lesson. Yeah, that was a good hit, little history lesson on the park yet yeah. because nice it's tying with the KFC yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I had no idea about that. None. Yeah, like all the the stuff I yeah. read about KFC, I did not see see that particular uh, yeah. bit of information. <laughs> Maybe they hide yeah. that from the public because they're ashamed Ooh. that he lost. Oh, he lost. Sore Ooh. loser. Yeah, yeah. The Colonel was a sore loser. <laughs> I wonder how. Yeah. In that uh, new KFC museum that they renovated, I bet that information's not in there. Well, and I wonder how much he paid to get to get the name. That's a good question. I'd be curious. But you yeah. Pro- yeah, I mean, I guess it, you could probably dig around and find out, but eh, I would guess yeah. maybe ten to twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, back probably, then, probably back then. Yeah. yeah. I just I really hope uh that the sign finds somewhere to be like yes. um I don't know where you would put it here in town, but uh, I have a feeling that lot's going to get leveled and turned into uh, uh, another car lot because that's what we need over there on the <laughs> yes. on the north side. Because <laughs> there's right? not enough. There's not near enough car lots or U-Haul lots or strip clubs or whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, you said it. Yeah, I, I really kind of hope that before they demolish the whole thing, that they have mm-hmm. that they give they give the public the opportunity to maybe have like a like a sale or some kind of auction where they yes. they sell the menus and the speakers and just you know stuff that people tend to kind of want because of the nostalgia factor but i don't know that sign for people who've never seen it it is flipping huge it's it's like i would liken it to like a vegas like a casino Mm -hmm. sign yeah like those signs the casino signs in vegas where i guess you can go to that museum in vegas and they have them all in the desert Mm -hmm. well we don't have that lexington (laughs) like we don't have that a desert to go stick a park cat sign in so i hope it finds a home but it wouldn't surprise me if it it wouldn't surprise me if it finds a home not in lexington like if it gets right. shipped out to some kind of yeah museum like that that has the room to house I mean, it i wonder if there's like a drive-in museum of like a drive-in restaurants and theaters gone by or something I mean, the only one... It wouldn't surprise me. They seem to feel like they have a museum of everything. Because the only one I know is in Vegas, and it's a neon museum. I think they call it the neon museum, and it's got all the old Vegas signs when they demolished the casinos. But it might have some restaurant-type and drive-in signs, too. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. But hopefully the sign finds a home. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. For sure. Good stuff. Thank you, Renee. I like that a lot. And if you have any... If any of our listeners have any 
uh, stories from the times that they've been to the park yet and they want you would like to share it with us, uh, please feel free to contact us on any of our social media platforms and we would love to hear about it. Yes, absolutely. I'd like to hear about people's drive-in stories in general, like yes. drive-in diner yeah. type stories. Yeah, for sure. Um, there was, we talked about the root beer stand too. There was one in London for a long time called the Dairy Dart that was a drive-in like that. Mm-hmm. Um, still exists. It's just in a strip mall now, not in the drive-in. Oh, but, meh. gotcha. But yeah, we used to go to that one like every weekend and get a milkshake. So I had the best peanut butter milkshake. So we'd uh, as a fam go get peanut butter milkshakes and uh, like uh, chili dogs and stuff. So that was a really good place. I always forget about it when I go home, but always solid food for sure. Yeah. All right. Well. Talking about that solid food, I guess. We've already talked about food, so let's go ahead and round this puppy out by talking about what we're drinking. So, what you got, Carrie? So, you know, since yesterday was the 4th of July, mm-hmm. uh, I got this red, white, and blue pop. This is the fizzy water, the clear American fizzy water. And I guess it's supposed to be based around the bomb pop, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, when it was super cold, when I got out of the refrigerator, it was actually pretty good. Nice. I mean, I like a good bomb pop. You yeah. know, yeah, and it it really had that bomb poppy quality, the like the blueberry, whatever the white flavor is supposed to be. I don't know, yeah. and then the red flavor. I, I think it's cherry. It's supposed to be, but I really like it. Yeah, but no, yeah. actually, this is this is one of the weird flavors that tastes good that I've had. Oh, nice. But super- what does it what does it taste now that's room ten? Um, it's just a little bit sweeter than it was. It wasn't as sweet okay. when it was super cold, which mm. I liked. Oh, it says on the side that I think the white part is lime. Oh, it is lime. That makes sense to me, like a lemony lime. I think that's why I like it, because that lime's cutting through the sweetness a little bit. But when it was super cold, it wasn't as sweet. It's a little bit sweeter now. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, Do you have anything to drink, Renee? Uh, My normal drinking water. I was like, got to check it down. A little drinking water. Well, I've got this... um, Mountain Dew. I found some new Mountain Dews because there's never a dull moment in Mountain Dew land. Um, this one, well, you'll see the picture of it on social media. It was a the yellowest color I've ever seen. I likened it to Pine Sol whenever I first saw it, but it was it's the Mountain Dew Baja Gold. So it's like Baja Blast, but with a pineapple flavor. It was really good. Yeah. It was kind of refreshing. Was it? Yeah. It was basically Baja Blast, and it had, like, the, like, not an overkill sweetness of uh, pineapple, but a pretty noticeable pineapple taste, and I quite liked it. Okay. Yeah. Do you think you'd buy it again? If they had, like, a zero version of it, yeah. You know, that we like to, uh, to drink a full... Full sugar. Yeah, full yeah. diesel yeah. pop. <laughs> but, yeah, I would drink the zero version for sure. Yeah, it was good. I mean, yes, it glows in the dark, I think, and it might have some sort of... Uh, I don't know nuclear properties, but it's good. I like the uh, I like the label here with this dude who's got like the old timey diver mask on, but it's a pineapple. I didn't even notice that. And he's at least it's not an upside down pineapple. Yeah, and he's got a try a triton. No, no kidding. A triton. Yeah, I think it's called a triton. Oh yeah. It looks like he's going after some gold in the sea. Nice. Yeah. I don't want any of these uh, swinger Mountain Dew bottles over here. Yeah, well, on that note, I guess we'll go ahead and get on out of here. Um, you, If you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more or see what we're doing on social medias, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at HungryNKY. Uh, you can email us, HungryNKY at gmail.com. 
And then you can hear the show every other Wednesday wherever it is that you find podcasts. So where do we find our blog at, Renee? Uh, our blog is Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Facebook and Instagram under Bluegrass Bourbon and Eats. We are on Twitter at BB and Eats. And our website is bbneats.com. And then where do we find you at, Carrie? On Twitter at GRLS Beer Sports. We're on Facebook, on our Instagram. We are everywhere. Good podcasts are free. Well, thanks again for listening to Hungry in Kentucky. And as always, stay hungry, Kentucky.